Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. From our team to you, welcome to Season 2 of Convert Central. In Season 1, we've had the privilege of interviewing 15 converts across the months of Ramadan and Shawwal. This season, we have created a plethora of topics for every Muslim regardless of our background, our interests and our races. We pray that every podcast that we upload will be beneficial to you guys and meanwhile, enjoy listening to Season 2 of Convert Central. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to Convert Central. So today we are actually doing Episode 3 of Season 2 and that means that uh, this is our first uh, episode for our main theme, Fundamentals to Faith. So today's uh, topic, subtopic within our main theme is actually our first baby steps into Islam and uh, it's more targeted towards people who need an outlook and perspective of what Islam is and, and we hope that um, the kind of content that we are bringing to you guys can shape the, and define what religion should be and shouldn't be in, in, you know, in your daily lives. So today I'm joined again by Brother Bilal. Such a pleasure to be in his presence. And uh, if you guys have not listened yet, uh, it will be, I think it will, it's part of making the experience very, very holistic by listening to his common story first and, and listening to how he got here and then coming here to, to hear his thoughts. So if you guys have not yet, uh, please head on to our previous episode to listen to Brother Bilal's common story. So... Yeah, uh, Brian Pilar, how are uh, you know, have you had experiences of being in an uh, Islamic class before? Yeah, Walaikum Salam, uh, Brother Siddiq. Again, thanks for inviting me. Uh, so, uh, having experience in going uh, and being into uh, Islamic class, uh, yes, and I think uh, that's uh, super important. I think yeah. that should be a priority for most of us, uh, actually, born Muslim and converts as well, regardless, because uh as as muslims you know uh, the most important thing is knowledge uh and and we should always you know try to improve uh day by day so of course you know uh how to be able to practice the religion if you don't have the knowledge there's always you know uh, a thing to keep in mind so uh for me i, I really make sure that uh, i participate in, in in classes on a weekly basis uh i actually study with uh, shatul muslim uh the uh the official ustaz of shatul muslim uh, many of you uh, know him uh, Ustaz Sayyid Al-Kaf and uh, I've been studying with him uh, since uh, October uh, 2015 so it's been a while and uh, he's somebody who really understands uh, converts particularly uh, so it's very easy for me to talk to him coming from my European background because mm-hmm. he does understand people it's very easy to talk to and he makes uh, Islam being very easy to understand and that's why many people like to learn with him because uh, he, he will basically take a concept that might be a bit more technical but uh, simplify it in a way that is very easy for us to digest and understand and, and, and practice as well so uh, that's why I enjoy this very much. Um, there is also another class that uh, I actually attend on a monthly basis. it's only once a month which mm-hmm. is uh, the uh, Arakam uh, class, right? Yeah, class, uh, yes. the Arakam uh, class, the European club uh, that we have in in, in the Arakam, and it's uh, it, it it's basically you know choosing a topic for our group, uh, a topic that they really want to hear of, and then try to find a ustaz or ustaza mm-hmm. uh, who has the appropriate knowledge for that specific topic and run the talk. Uh, before COVID-19, that was more, you know, a way to gather together, get mm-hmm. to know each other, support system, and then having the class at the same time. Mm-hmm. Now with COVID-19, it's more like a Zoom sessions. Uh, so we unfortunately don't really gather, but mm-hmm. we, we, we still have uh, those uh, classes ongoing. 
Yeah, so actually, uh, whatever you mentioned is actually the impetus of why Fundamentals to Faith was created. Uh, Alhamdulillah, if anyone is seeking knowledge on Islam, do uh, check out Ustaz Saeed Saeed class, as well as Arkham's classes. But because of Circuit Breaker and, and the kind of uh, situation we're facing nowadays, a lot of uh, converts don't have the opportunity to learn about Islam in, in person anymore. So we're trying to bring the experience of, you know, uh, the beauty of Islam to life here with our podcast. And uh, we, we, I mean, of course, we, we are not going to have class here, but rather we're just going to talk about certain extremely fundamental, uh, you know, perspectives of Islam that can help converts, you know, shape their thoughts. And anyone who has, you know, perhaps an interest into Islam, just to review a glimpse of what Islam is. So we feel that this is actually appropriate middle ground for, for people who are just coming to Islam before they step on to uh, proper classes that are talking about Tawheed or Fadu'ain. And, and this, this actually uh, has been in the works for the past two months. So yeah, this is what the series is basically about. And, and like what Brother Bilal shared, you know, subsequently um, to seek proper knowledge, to, to seek you know, uh, knowledge of Islam through the words of the teachers, do head down to Arkham, do head down to other uh, institutions and find teachers who understand the realities of working with a convert because um, that's extremely important. The context is important to, to, some, to knowledge as well. So yeah, we'll start off uh, today. And the first point that uh, the first point that we are going to share today is the perspective that Islam is actually the biggest blessing that anyone can have in, in their lives, as opposed to the kind of view that we are being you know, presented in, in media nowadays that, oh, it's such a burden to be Muslim because they are Muslim, then they, are, then they, are, then they die and they are against and everything. So, uh, you know, one of the biggest proofs of, of this uh, perspective is uh, Allah mentions in the Quran that um, our Prophet ﷺ was sent as a mercy. So uh, that, that, that kind of shows that, okay, religion, that the one that, that religion that he brings with him is a mercy to all of us and not a burden that, that we have to bear as human beings. And, you know, one of the more practical ways that we can see uh, as converts, you know, and I think perhaps converts will be the most uh, appropriate to talk about this because we've seen the non-Muslim life and the Muslim life. So the, 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 the changes from being a non-Muslim to Muslim is, is not small, it's a big change. But I think almost all uh, the converts that we've met as, as an organization, as Convert Central, we can see that almost all of them, or if not all, have said that Islam has changed their life for the better. As you know, and of course, being a Muslim isn't easy in, in, in today's context, right? Uh, we, we, people think we have to pray five times a day or, or you guys have to eat halal food and everything. But still, you know, converts after converts, we, we, we hear that Islam gives them structure in life. Islam gives them purpose in life. And, and without that, you know, the experience of being a human being in itself kind of loses its meaning. We're just doing actions after actions. So, you know, the very first point that we would like to bring out is that as opposed to all other... Uh, media outlets that may sure sell you the idea that Islam is, is a burden, that people, the only sins that people have is to be Muslim. Islam is actually a, a huge blessing in, in our lives, not just for converts, but for poor Muslims as well. So that moves on, that, that brings us to our next part of these points, uh, which is the discussion part. So uh, I just wanted to ask Brother Bilal, and, uh, have you ever like met someone in real life that questioned your decision of be, being a Muslim and, you know, with the kind of a mindset that oh why are you like uh you know putting yourself through this you know 
kind of experience? Yes, yes, uh, of course, uh, many times. And I can share examples uh, without, of course, naming. Uh, but the thing is, uh, going back to the to the media, that, you know, the question of media, you know, portraying Islam in a certain way, I will always question, um, uh, I mean, do, do, do they actually approach Muslims to find out more? Because many times you realize that many of them, and, and, and this has been proved before, that uh, a, a lot of uh, maybe, you know, journalists, uh, for example, uh, wouldn't really have Muslim friends, so they wouldn't really understand. So they would talk about things that they might not really understand, which I think mm-hmm. shouldn't be fair. It shouldn't be the way. So uh, the, the the thing is that, yes, I have encountered cases where, people question but i think i take it as a blessing because uh if you think about it right um it makes you realize who are your true people who cares for you regardless yeah. of the decisions that you make uh, if you become a muslim or you know any other things that you do uh if you have a best friend or family members that love you they will still accept you for whatever decision you make uh yeah. so i realized you know in, in in the slow run when i first converted uh, there's a lot of friends who didn't talk to me anymore because I don't want to go to Clarky to drink with them and things like that, which, which is absolutely yeah. fine with yeah, me. Yeah, we should be thinking um, like, why are you putting yes. yourself through this torture, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and they would think like, uh, you know, you're not living the life anymore. But actually, I'm like, no, I'm living the life. <laughs> And I would love to share with you more. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I had encountered cases even when I went back to France where uh, people are getting a bit more, you know, uh, offensive. Uh, mm-hmm. Telling me, why, why don't you pray right now? And making fun of me and, and saying, okay, uh, have, a, have, a, have a glass with me, you know, of whiskey, because I've not seen you for a while. You are yeah. in my house. If you don't drink, that would be very disrespectful. And I say mm-hmm. no. And then, you know, I, I started to really reject. And then the person gets more uh, angry. And mm-hmm. I thought, like, that's not fair. And then I, I refused. And I had a very bad experience. And plus, he's a family member. So you can totally imagine the experience. Uh, but um, the way on how I changed that was very interesting. Uh, I spoke to... I spoke to uh, Ustaz Saez Esarkaf before I went to France and I asked, mm-hmm. actually asked him for advices and he told me something that actually is very good practice. He did say that if you encounter people who are nasty to you, what you do is to spend time with them and buy them gifts and you know do things for them and mm-hmm. you know show that you care for them despite them being nasty to you. Yeah. And actually, believe it or not, but I have done that and, and now this family member who has done that to me is actually mm-hmm. quite close with me. And, you know, it's, it's amazing to see, you know, the, yeah, the psychological effect of, of doing so. And uh, um, I have friends as well who think that, uh, again, they, they don't really understand uh, Islam much. So mm-hmm. they would think that I'm just uh, probably like a, like a weirdo because I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going, you know, in the party scene anymore and doing yeah. all the things. And uh, yeah. I'm not cool anymore. But to me, I'm like, uh, no, I found my purpose of life. So I'm, I'm actually very happy with that. Yeah, yeah, and Alhamdulillah, I, I think the changes from which I also took my shahada with, uh, really, you know, is extremely similar to yours. Sometimes people think that, uh, you know, why why do you, you know, you can be Muslim when you're with the Muslims, but, you know, you're, you're with us now, you know, you can drop the facade, you know, kind of thing, but it's never a facade, you know, it's, it's something that we really truly believe in, and perhaps that isn't cool to the mainstream media or some people, but, you know, uh, the kind of 
purpose that we have as 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 Muslims, you know, and I think purpose is also one of the biggest benefits of of Islam, and the kind of purpose that we live with is is truly so enriching. It enriches us in such a holistic and wholesome manner that that you know we really have to experience it to 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 believe it. Uh, yeah. So thank you for sharing. Uh, our next point that we also wanted to share with everyone today is actually the the point on, and I know that you'll be interested in this, Brother Bila. Uh, Islam being a religion for everybody. So. Uh, I think there's a, also a misconception that uh, Islam is just for a certain race, not just in the global context, but even in the local context, where we don't, you know, we don't see a, a Chinese being Muslim very often at all, and um, yeah, and also the the fact that um, people when they take their shahada, you know, after like a Chinese takes his uh, he converts into Islam, then he kind of becomes Malay. So which is why the term Masuk Melayu comes about, you know, from some of the people in the Malay community. They say, okay, so now you're Malay, is it? So, you know, like kind of changing your spiritual race after you take your shahada. So that, that, that opinion exists in, in our society. And, you know, uh, Islam is a religion that does not discriminate, you know, based on background. And it kind of, you know, in, in actual fact, it does quite the opposite instead. It celebrates that diversity. Like, it is said that we are created in tribes and, and, and different, you know, in diversity so that we get to know each other. And, and, you know, you, you weren't taught to, you know, question each other, but rather to know and understand each other better. So that, that in itself is another blessing of Islam. And uh, also another misconception about Islam is that it requires converts or anyone to go against their culture, you know. So sometimes where, like, converts take their shahada, and, and in the Chinese culture, we like to, uh, you know, um, engage in, like, things like Toto and 4D, and we like to eat, like, pig for some reason. Uh, at big auspicious events, they will have the roast pig and people will cut it, you know. And the, the, the common assumption is that once you're Chinese, then you won't be in Chinese culture anymore because of all this. But rather, uh, it's, it's, it's not that simple. Uh, it's not a binary yes or no, uh, in or not. But, you know, as, as a Muslim, it's always about finding the middle ground between your own cultural roots and the major roots of uh, major cultural precedents in society. So it's not about uh, taking away your Chinese background or your Indian Muslim or your French background and become adopting a Malay persona in which people think that it, it's like that but rather creating a mix inside of you to portray a very nice beautiful image of a Chinese Muslim that is living in a Malay majority society because if I were to go to Tintin I would be the major you know I would, I would be the, 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 the one that is not the minority anymore and, and that changes a lot of things for a lot of people, but Islam is universal and that's the beauty of it. So um, the next discussion point is, is actually, uh, I wanted to ask Brother Bilal if, you know, uh, being Muslim, did it give you an insight into, you know, do you look, did it cause you to take a better look at yourself? Like which parts of me I have to change, which part of me I don't have to change after you have adopted Islam and was raised in that consideration and like culture as well? Yeah, I think that's a very great point you're bringing here. And again, you know, a lot of people are not aware of that. Uh, they would think that, uh, you know, uh, actually the other day I, uh, I, I went to 7-Eleven and uh, All right. I, I, I bumped into, I bump into this uh, lady who works at 7-Eleven, this uh, Chinese auntie, and uh, we were talking and uh, <laughs> she, uh, she, was, she was looking at me because I was looking for ice cream for a good, a good 15 minutes. So she understood that I was looking for the halal logo. And, but she was looking at my face like, like, 
this guy cannot be Muslim. So she asked me like, you, you Muslim? Huh? And, and, and I said, yes, I am. And she said, oh, you, so you became Malay. And I was like, no, I didn't become Malay. And, uh, I was like, yeah, unfortunately, there's a, there's a misconception that comes very often. And uh, um, actually, there was a book uh, written on this, which is about uh, Malinization of Islam by mm -hmm. one uh, Malaysian scholar who, who actually emphasized the importance for people not fall into that kind of ideology that... Uh, you know, Islam is Malay because they, it's Islam is universal, you know, so that's, that's clear cut. Uh, uh, I, I think um, it's very important to remain the way we were before because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm still French. Um, I love France. Um, I, mm -hmm. I, I think it's very important to stick to our culture, but it's good as well to try to embed other cultures as well, understand other cultures. And uh, I think the concept of culture it's something that is very taboo in our society because a lot of people question. Uh, I give you examples here. Mm -hmm. uh, a common question that we get a lot, me and Nadia, as a private message is, um, I, I, I come from a Christian background. I converted to Islam. I, so I became Muslim. And uh, my husband tells me that I cannot celebrate Christmas anymore. It's haram and, and all of this and this and that. So, But if you actually clearly understand from many scholars, uh, actually it's... It's, it's fine to join a Christmas dinner with the right intention. Yes, of and course, uh, I think yeah. uh, Ustaz Saisa Al Kaab mentioned yes. that uh, on your IG live, right? Exactly, yeah. And, and, and you know, it's super important to state that, of course, you, you have to have a context behind it, obviously, yeah. whereby you need to have the right intention. You are more here to be with your family. Uh, that's mm -hmm. it. Uh, of course, you know, you shouldn't join them into the prayers and all that. That's something that, you know, uh, but uh, again, you know, you, you can still have a dinner and all. there's no problem with that. So mm -hmm. the concept of saying that uh, celebrating uh, Christmas dinner with your family is, is totally a no-no, uh, not really, because just many scholars talk about it. There's no issue mm -hmm. in that. Even in the story of the prophets, uh, there are many times where they had those kind of interactions. Anyway, um, the yeah, um, I... I I'm still, like I said, I'm still very French. I, I still, you know, of course, you know, I, I wear batik once in a while and I actually capture things from different cultures, yeah. which I enjoy very much. Uh, you know, even today we were at the dim sum place. So I, I, I love, uh, you know, Taiwanese and Chinese stuff and all of that. So um, it, it didn't change me in the, in the cultural perspective. Uh, I'm mm -hmm. still the same person. So uh, again, I, I hope that this misconception will be clear that mm. it doesn't matter where you come from, nationality whatsoever. We, we are all Muslims and, and, and that's all really. Yeah, and, and if anyone is listening and is uh, afraid of you know embracing the faith because you think that you are an anomaly, it, it's not. You guys are you guys it's normal, you know, to, to become a Muslim because of your faith, not because of your race, you know, and some and if some might not even be given the blessing of religion, even if their race is the majority uh, Muslim, you know, um, they, even if their race makes up of the majority of the population of Muslims, some may be Muslim uh, by name, but, you know, uh, they don't have the blessing of being a Muslim because they engage in other activities. So it's truly universal. It's, and if you are given the blessing of uh, knowing Islam and believing in the tenets of Islam, then take, take that leap of faith, you know, and understand that there are people like you all around the world. Yeah, yeah, and when you go to Umrah, you know, I mean, it's a clear picture. I think oh, yes, yeah, yeah. People exactly. from all over the world, and then you realize, hey, I didn't know. I mean, there's like one guy who has blue eyes and blonde hair, and the next guy next to him has uh, maybe darker skin, you know, and, and then you realize that, oh, okay, uh, you know, everybody can be a Muslim. So, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the, uh, the last the last uh, point that we're, we're going to bring up today in our podcast is the kind of uh, the actual reality that converts faith in, 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 in many societies actually and uh, we're just like getting to the real deal uh, typically 
converts unpopularly represented in many societies because um, you know when we are a small minority made up of so many different races, like a lot of challenges require specific solutions to them and there's no one size fit all solution. So with the kind of effort that it requires into a convert community, right? Convert challenges are normally being overlooked in, in communities that are majority born Muslims. So this lack of support and guidance for converts, they, they kind of cause many converts to leave the fold of Islam after embracing Islam even because they feel like, okay, there's no support for me. There's no community for me. And uh, I, even, yes, you know, if we are able to stand on our own, Alhamdulillah, Allah will bless us for that kind of strife. But most don't, are not at the kind of level that they can do it individually yet. So unfortunately, we lose a lot of good Muslims because of that. And, and just to leave some of the convert challenges that, that converts face is the first and foremost coming to Islam, especially in places that don't support Islam, converts face the scrutiny and the kind of like uh, skepticism of their decisions and also criticisms from the people who they love. That's one uh, major challenge that they have to uh, juggle. The second challenge is also, you know, uh, kind of breaking the news to their friends and family. It's, it's not easy to do that when, 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 you, when you have been living your entire life ascribed to one religion, and your entire family tree is ascribed to that one religion, and just wanna, you, you don't want to be that guy. But, you know, for, for the sake of a better purpose, you have to be. So it, it's, it's always a realm of sensitivity, and it's never easy. For every convert is, and every convert has to go through this, you know, whether before or after their conversion. So, yep. yeah, and, and the next challenge that uh, many converts face is so easing into the Islamic lifestyle. Uh, we talked about heavies a lot on, on, on Convert Central. We talk about the practices that, that differ from the Islamic lifestyle kind of practices that we have. Uh, what, that is truly a challenge for many converts, especially one that has been, uh, you know, uh, drowning and living his entire life in the Western influence, telling that everything is okay, you know, and, and it's it's. Uh, it, it's a pluralism kind of mindset. Everything goes as long as you know you're, you're not breaking the law. And uh, and lastly, also is to within a Muslim community, we have to familiarize ourselves with the, the the kind of practices of the, uh, the Muslim community. And sometimes it might be quite hard to differentiate cultural practices and religious practices. So converts also run the uh, challenge of that. So uh, these are just some of the you know. Even though we can list it out in words here, but truly these challenges are, are big, and and you know, uh, no one organization can be there for every single challenge. That's why we, we need a lot of uh, support and, and guidance in the commerce community, and which is uh, what Commerce Central and also uh, Brother Bilal and his wife uh, Sister Nadia are doing with their series as well. So uh, I just wanted to end our podcast today with another question to Brother Bilal: What has been? Uh, we have listed about five challenges today or four. Uh, what has been uh, your greatest challenge as a, as a convert, you know, uh, not that we missed it, you know, coming to Islam? Did you meet any of these challenges that we face? And what do you think uh, as a community of converts we can do about it? Uh, yeah, again, I think a uh, very good question. Uh, there are maybe a couple that I might be thinking of. Uh, obviously, if you, if you look back into when I first converted, uh, I think the issue that I had uh, just before conversion and, you know, I still had thoughts when I converted was, you know, drinking. Uh, like I said, you know, in the French culture uh, or in the Chinese culture, you know, uh, drinking is quite a big deal. Uh, it, it, it comes as part of uh, any gatherings where you go to, any social events. So it's more like inclusivity, uh, as, as people call it. You know, if you drink, you you are cool. Everybody, you know, want to talk to you, blah, blah, blah. So, but I think it's still a misconception. I think you can still enjoy life without doing that. You can still go to gatherings without doing that. So um, that 
that was one of the challenges that I had, but prior to I converted, so when I was really about on the verge to convert, I still had this kind of struggle. Uh, and I know, you know, for many of our brothers, they, they actually have this problem because mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I've been involved in Daulakam and that's a recurring problem that happens uh, for many converts. They, they convert their practice, but then they yeah. always fall into that trap of drinking again with friends. Mm-hmm. Okay? And uh, they try to, they feel bad about it. They look for counseling. They try to change. They need to talk to someone. So uh, I think, you know, if you look at it from a solution perspective, I always think about looking at it from, uh, you know, if you meditate on drinking, you will think that, okay, uh, it's, it's actually bad for my health. Uh, it's bad mm-hmm. for my financially. Uh, I'm, I'm not in control of myself. I might be doing more sins because, you know, drinking uh, actually brings more bad things. It's like a series of, of things all together. Mm-hmm. And then also the fact that uh, uh, you are not really, you are wasting time and, and mm-hmm. there are better things you could do with this precious time that you have. So I think when you actually realize all of this, you, you do think that, okay, that makes sense for me to quit. Um, so that was one issue. Um, otherwise, apart from that, I would think maybe, uh, maybe sometimes being surrounded by people who might have bad influence on you like for example let's say for example you are in a situation where you are with uh, it could be family members it could be friends that you really love but um maybe you know you you want to pray Juma together and then mm-hmm. you're trying to pull them in but they don't want to and you know it's yeah, like oh, you prefer to pray later yeah, and, and then you feel very lonely and you feel sad because things are not moving your way on how you would like them to move uh but yeah or, or people you know trying to also um teach you stuff that maybe are, are probably incorrect with a very rigid rigid aspect of islam that and then again you know it pertains to knowledge because of course many people try to correct us because we are converts but they forget that um, a lot of converts, you know, uh, are actually seeking knowledge uh, very much. And they are actually very well informed in, into many of the things uh, related to Islam. So, uh, but, but sometimes, you know, this aspect of uh, telling you or oh, do this and do that, but actually deep down, you know, it's not correct. Mm. Uh, that, that's something, you know, that needs to be clarified. And I think I will add one more point, which is about... Uh, Always have a friend who is an Ustaz or an Ustaza. It's very, 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 very important because any question that you have, any doubts, ask, ask. I mean, you can ask right. uh, Ustaz Samir, you know, I, um, like, you know, yeah. I give him q and I give him q and uh, very regularly. So, <laughs> and, um, but it's good because by doing that, you definitely make sure that you're doing the right thing you are not in doubt anymore so you can sleep peacefully mm-hmm. you can share that very good knowledge with the people around you uh so i think that's very important so uh you always need to uh question and question and question just to make sure that uh you know that all the things you do are right and, and that's about it and, and then i will finish on the uh um improving ourselves uh, mm-hmm. so of course you know it's it's a journey it's a journey and uh I would say that uh, we, 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 we need to always uh, make sure that we need to force ourselves to attend classes. Even if it's one hour a week is enough for the remembrance, mm-hmm. uh, just to keep things you know, steady. Uh, and, and you know, the more you do that and the more you, you, you are not away from the entire religion, so it's very important. And then uh, don't be too hard on yourself. So when you convert, you know, don't, don't, don't try to learn everything in one go because it's impossible. And I've seen many mm-hmm. people quit Islam because of that, 
because they want to know everything. They go to every class at Darul, they want to do so many stuff. And then I'm like, this is not going to be sustainable. I mean, as we know, in Islam, it's, about, uh, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, even uh, uh, Rasulullah, peace be upon him, usually he used to say that he rather see like uh, good deeds uh, done maybe at a lower scale, uh, and, and, and more consistently rather than uh, a, a lot of things in one go which, which mm-hmm. clearly tells you that this should be the way moving forward so uh, yeah uh, that's that's what I have to share Alhamdulillah so thank you so much Brother Vilal we, I think we have benefited immensely today from your insights and your experiences as a uh, you know French convert living in Singapore uh, it was it was such a pleasure to be here hosting the episode with you and Alhamdulillah next week um, we will have uh, our first series by Sister Aisha about the questions that uh, born Muslims are sometimes afraid to ask uh, converts and we will be presenting it to a few converts to get their answers as well so stay tuned for the next episode uh, next we shall be, be next Monday by Sister Aisha and yeah one last time from Convert Central team to you uh, we would like to thank you for coming on to our show and we, we, we hope that uh, Allah preserves you and your wife and also uh, eases your, your, your challenges that you guys face in your in your cultures and, and, and on your journey towards Islam as well thank you so much thank you for inviting me again and I hope this is of benefit to the people who listen to this podcast and uh, uh, you know I pray for all of you who are listening uh, all blessings good things I think you know if you are listening to this podcast it means that Allah wants you to be guided in the right way so uh, Alhamdulillah you know be grateful and have a great day and you all take care and thank you again Thank you so much, Brother Bilal. Yeah, like, like what he said, uh, anyone who needs help, reach out to either Common Central or Brother Bilal as well is uh, totally fine. Uh, other than listening to podcasts also, spend time every week to, like what Brother Bilal said, sit down for a class and, and listen to the teachers who have, you know, wisdom, not just book knowledge, but also wisdom in practicing as well. So inshallah, we will end our session, our podcast today with Tasbir Kafara and uh, Surah to us. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika ashadu an la ilahi na ta astaghfiruka wa tubi ilaih. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Wa la asli minna lina sallallahu fi khusilina wa khusilihati wa tawasulihati wa tawasulihati. Alright, it has been a pleasure today. And uh, as always, we'll see you next week. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Waalaikumsalam.